For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, the book of Hebrews, Yeshua, our Melchizedek Priest. This is part six of the series. So now, the next section, or the next major point that we're going to cover in this teaching is point number four, and we're going to see that through Yeshua's obedience to do the will of his Heavenly Father, and through the things that he suffered, he was brought to spiritual maturity in his earthly ministry. In Hebrews chapter 2, in verse 10, it is written, For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. And so this word perfect is the Strong's number 5048 in the Strong's Greek Dictionary. And it is the Greek word teleu, and it comes from the Strong's Greek number 5046. And what this word means, it means to bring to a goal, uh, to accomplish or to finish something. And so what this is saying then is that Yeshua, in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation complete through sufferings. Now, in Romans chapter 10, verse 4, it says in the King James, Messiah is the end of the Torah. It gives the impression that Yeshua did away with the Torah when he died on the tree. But the word that's translated as end is the Strong's number 5056 in the Strong's Greek Dictionary. And it's the Greek word telos, which means the goal, aim, or target. So, Messiah is the goal or the aim of the Torah. And so this word telos is linked with the Strong's number 5048 in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. And so we can understand when the King James translates it as perfect, it doesn't mean that you never do anything wrong. It means that things are brought to a conclusion, to a finish, to a goal that was targeted. So now we're going to see that Messiah's obedience brought him to spiritual maturity. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, to make the captain of their salvation whole, complete, 
through sufferings. In John chapter 6, verse 38, Yeshua said, For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And now, in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8, Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience. He learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So when Yeshua went through trials, tribulations, sufferings, persecutions, he had to die to his flesh. He had to die to doing his own will and his own desires. And so when we seek to do the obedience and the will of our Heavenly Father, we have to lay down our flesh and the thoughts and the desires and the reasonings of our carnal mind. And through our sufferings, the flesh is going to die, but our spirit's going to come alive and we will be elevated to a place of spiritual maturity. So now in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, where it says to make the captain of their salvation whole or complete or bring to an end a goal or a purpose through sufferings. Hebrews chapter 2 verses 17 and 18. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest for in that he himself has suffered being tempted. He is able to help them that are also tempted. And so let's summarize the verses here that we examined and what they were trying to communicate or teach us, and that is that Yeshua came to this world to do the will of his heavenly Father, and that Yeshua learned obedience through his sufferings, and that Yeshua is a faithful high priest, and Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood is able to bring a believer to spiritual maturity. So let's see how the book of Hebrews explains and teaches how Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood is able to bring a believer to spiritual maturity. And this is going to be the fifth major point of this teaching. So Messiah's spiritual maturity makes possible for those who obey him to then come into a place of spiritual maturity. And the word that is used in the King James often that means spiritual maturity is translated into the English as perfect. So Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9 is written, In being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all those that obey him. So Yeshua, through his obedience and the things that he suffered, he came to a place of wholeness, completeness, and spiritual maturity. And and this is associated with the Hebrew word tamim, which means to be whole or without blemish. From Yeshua's teaching in Matthew chapter 5, when he gave the Sermon on the Mount, we can see that a believer's goal is to come to a place of spiritual maturity. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, it is written, And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and he opened his mouth and he taught them saying, Be ye therefore perfect. And this is the Strong's number 5046 and it's the Greek word 
that comes from the Strong's number 5056, and it means to be full-grown, adult, full-age, mature. It does not mean that you never make a mistake. It does not mean that you never sin. And so when Yeshua was teaching, the objective from his teachings and by those obeying his teachings is that we would come to a place of spiritual maturity. So he says, be therefore perfect, spiritually mature, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is spiritually mature. And so in order to communicate that there's levels of growth in the Spirit, and when we first become believers in Yeshua as the Messiah, we are regarded as being spiritual babes or spiritual children. But by taking the Word of God and applying the Word of God in our lives, and by being obedient to the Word of God, submitting ourselves to the Spirit of God, to be led by the Spirit of God, and to walk by the Spirit of God, and uh, through our endeavor to be obedient unto God and to do His will, we'll go through trials, tribulations, and persecutions, and through our obedience and through our sufferings, which causes the flesh to die and the flesh to be crucified, this is the way in which we grow up to the place of spiritual maturity. And so in a Torah scroll, in the Hebrew, this This is communicated to us, be perfect even as your heavenly Father is perfect. And what that is really trying to communicate and say when it's calling us to a place of spiritual maturity. In Leviticus, in chapter 19, verse 2, it is written, Speak unto the congregation of the children of Israel and say, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord God, am holy. So if you read this with human logic, you might say, Well, I can understand how God is holy, but I don't see how I I can be holy like God. Well, if you look at this in the Torah scroll in the Hebrew where it says, you shall be holy. The word holy is the Hebrew word kadosh. And in the Torah scroll, in spelling kadosh, there is a missing vav. And where it says, for I, the Lord your God, am holy, there is no missing vav in the spelling of holy. And so the spiritual message is we can be regarded by the God of Israel at being at the spiritual level of holiness or spiritual maturity, but our level of spiritual maturity contains a missing vav, and his level of spiritual maturity contains that vav. And so, therefore, we're not at exactly the same level as the Heavenly Father, but we're in the category of holiness, and our level of holiness is below his, but yet we are regarded as being holy before him. And so now let's look at this Greek word teleos, the Strong's number 5046, and the meaning of it. It means spiritual maturity. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 it is written, till we come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, is what the King James says. But this word perfect is teleos. It means full grown, full age, mature. Till we come to 
spiritual maturity unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Messiah. Because when he did the will of his father, he came to a place of spiritual maturity as well. So when it says a perfect man, it does not mean that you never sin. It just means that you have the spiritual status of and are regarded as being spiritually mature rather than a spiritual babe and a spiritual child. Because a spiritual babe and a spiritual child is still governed by the flesh and the carnal mind. We can see this distinction in 1 Corinthians and chapter 3 and verse 1, which says, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, meaning spiritually mature, but as unto carnal, even as babes in Messiah. And so, therefore, you can be a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, and when you first become a believer, you're regarded as being a babe or a child in Messiah, and still at that point, you are still going to be governed by your carnal mind and carnal thinking. Because it goes on to say in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither now are you able, for you are yet carnal. So a babe and Messiah can be carnal. A babe and Messiah can only handle the milk of the word, not the meat of the word. The meat of the word is for those that are spiritually mature. And a characteristic of a babe and Messiah who is carnal in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, is there is among you envience and strife and divisions, which is a characteristic of the flesh. Are you not carnal and walk as men? And so a babe in Messiah is carnal. And Paul wrote or explained in Romans in chapter 8 and verse 6, to be carnally minded is death. So a baby believer in Yeshua or a child in Messiah spiritually can be carnally minded and to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace and then Paul explains in Romans chapter 8 verse 7 that the carnal mind which is associated with a babe in Messiah is an enemy against God what's an enemy against God the carnal mind the carnal mind is an enemy against God God and it's not subject or it doesn't obey the Torah of God. Neither indeed can it be because it's it's not its nature to obey the Torah of God. The nature of the carnal mind is to use its natural eyesight, natural reasoning to take in through the five physical senses and to make a decision and analysis regarding your situation based upon human logic and human reasoning. And this is what the ten spies did that gave an evil report when they went to spy out the promised land in Numbers in chapter 13. That with their natural eyes and their natural reasoning, they saw the giants in the land and they used their natural eyes and their natural reasoning to say that we cannot take the land, even though God said that it was theirs through his integrity and through his 
this covenant promise that he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which he guaranteed by oath, and he swore by himself that he would do that which he promised in the covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so the flesh in the carnal mind, it will not examine and reason and see things through the covenant promises of God. And when your circumstances appear opposite to what God has said in his covenant promises, the carnal mind will accept that his natural circumstance and his natural reasoning is greater than believing what God has said. And so this is a characteristic of a babe in Messiah, a child in Messiah. They're governed by their flesh and their carnal mind. And so Paul said in Romans chapter 8, verses 7 and 8, that the carnal mind is an enemy against God. It's not subject to the Torah of God. And so the carnal mind, in verse 8, so that they that are in the flesh. So they that are in the flesh operate and are governed by their carnal mind. And to be carnally minded is death. And one who is carnal is still a babe or a child in Messiah. And so one who is governed by his flesh, by his carnal mind, who is a babe in Messiah, is not going to please God. And so through the new covenant and through Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood ministry, when the Torah is written upon our hearts and we, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, that we begin to hear the word of God and to do the word of God and we are led by the Spirit and we walk in the Spirit, then we could grow in spiritual maturity. And as we grow in spiritual maturity and as we're led by the Spirit of God and through our trials, tribulations, persecutions, and sufferings, the flesh will go through a dying process. And by seeking to do the will of God and to dedicate our lives to do the will of God and to obey His Torah and obey His Word, then we could come to the place of spiritual maturity, which is the goal of Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood for every believer in Yeshua as the Messiah. And so in Matthew chapter 19, verse 21, Yeshua said unto the rich young ruler, if you want to be spiritually mature, go and sell that which you have. That is, anything that's standing in the way of you making a 100% full heart commitment to Yeshua and to his kingdom and to be obedient to his ways in his Torah, anything that is an obstacle prevent you from doing that, go and sell it and follow me with all your heart. It's pursuing and doing the will of God is the means by which we come to a place of spiritual maturity. In John chapter 17 verse 4, Yeshua said, I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you've given me to do. So the Greek word that's translated as finished is the same Greek word that was translated in Hebrews as perfect. So we can see here it means to be brought to completion and that which you aim or purpose
purpose or the goal that you have set out to do or to achieve is the meaning of the word. It does not mean that you never sin. And we are to have a spiritually mature understanding of the Torah or God's word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 20, Paul says, Brethren, be not children in understanding, but in understanding be men. And the Greek word that got translated as men is the Strong's number 5046. It's the Greek word teleos. And once again, we are giving you scriptures of this Greek word in its associations to the root Greek word that is going to mean full grown, full age, or mature. So obeying the Torah or God's word through the help of the Holy Spirit is the means by which we grow from being babes in Messiah into spiritual maturity. First John chapter 2 verse 5 it is written, but whosoever keeps his word in him verily is the love of God brought to spiritual maturity, is perfected. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 Paul writes, we speak the wisdom of God among those that are perfect. This word perfect again means whole or complete or spiritually mature. It doesn't mean among those who have never sinned. And so the wisdom of God is for those who are spiritually mature. And Colossians chapter 1 verse 28, Paul writes, whom we preach warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we might present every man perfect, that is whole, complete, or spiritually mature in Messiah Yeshua. So the goal is not to just get saved because the day that you get saved, you are just a babe or a child in Yeshua's kingdom. But through studying the word of God, reading the word of God, obeying the word of God, living the word of God, seeking to do the will of God in your life, and submitting yourself to the Holy Spirit, to be led by the Holy Spirit, and to walk in the Holy Spirit, that is the way that we grow up in Messiah and spiritual maturity. And Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood ministry makes this possible in the New Covenant. And so that's how that by following the Torah of God, which is the wisdom of God, that we could grow up into the place of spiritual maturity. It's the Torah or the Word of God that makes wise the simple. So we start to reason and think according to the Word of God when we grow in spiritual maturity and not according to the wisdom and the ways of this world and the carnal mind, which is governed by the logic and reasoning that comes from our five physical senses. In Psalm chapter 19, verse 7, it is written, The Torah of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The simple is the babe or the child in Messiah. A wise son follows the Torah. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 7. Whoever keeps the Torah is a wise son. And walking in love and exemplifying the characteristics of biblical love is spiritual maturity. Colossians chapter 3 verse 14 it is written, and above all these things put on love which is the bond of spiritual maturity, the bond of perfectness. Loving one another is spiritual maturity. 1 John chapter 4 verse 12 No man has seen God at any time and if we love one another God dwells in us and his love is perfected in us. We're showing you different verses and scriptures in the Bible 
that contains this Greek word that is used in the book of Hebrews that communicates to us the spiritual concept of maturity and what it looks like. Us living our lives and being conformed to Yeshua's sufferings and his resurrection is the way in which we come to this spiritual maturity in him. Paul prayed in Philippians in chapter 3 verse 10 verse 12 and verse 15 that I might know him. So Paul wasn't praying to be saved because he came to a saving knowledge of Yeshua in Acts chapter 9 on the road to Damascus. So Paul is praying about reaching a level of spiritual maturity in Yeshua that comes by seeking to walk after him and follow after his footsteps and to know him means to experience those things that Yeshua experienced and in order for Yeshua to arrive at spiritual maturity he had to go through trials, tribulations, persecutions, sufferings. The main that he went through was the last week of his life before he actually died on the tree. Well that's going to conclude part six of the series on the subject the book of Hebrews Yeshua our Melchizedek priest. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.